live one here. This is like the one time I really do wish you guys could hear the opening music, because I'm pretty impressed about it. I didn't know it existed. I'll dance to it. I'm dancing. I don't know what it is. Prince. Called. He's he's covering the he's doing his own version of uh, uh the Batman song, Bat Dance. I think it was called. No, that used that used to be the opening for the original show. I, I know, but it's the Prince version of. Of it though is my point. I didn't know the bat dance, rather. Excuse me. Yeah, bat dance. I didn't realize that that Prince did it. It was just something I I came across. Prince today. did, Prince did the soundtrack for the first movie. Yes, but I didn't know that the bat dance was a thing. I was you know, right. What with, I'm trying to tell you is mm -hmm. is that bat dance by Prince was part of the original opening of this program. Many, oh, many, no many years ago. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a long, Go back long and listen to episode one, where you hear Jack Nicholson say, "Hoo, hoo, hoo! I got a live one here." <laughs> it's uh, it's worth watching. Uh, Dom, have you watched the movie? Well, uh, which one? The first Jack Nicholson. Uh, the 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 Keaton Batman. Yeah. All right. That's the one with the uh, well. So is that the one with uh, Catwoman? Because I always blink out a little bit. I, that would be the second. That's Keaton one. The yeah, first okay. one was the Nicholson Joker. Okay. I thought that was Val Kilmer. I don't know why. Uh, Val Kilmer was Two-Face, Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face, and Jim Carrey Riddler. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, no, I, I had seen the Jack Nicholson Joker. I just, I don't know why I, I switched the Batman on that one. Uh, uh, the My favorite Batman movie, personally, not saying it's the best one, it's my favorite one, on. was was the second Keaton one with Catwoman and uh, Penguin, uh, Penguin, and whoever the hell, uh, uh, Willem Dafoe, not Willem Dafoe, the fuck is his name, Christopher Walken, whoever the hell he played. Oh, Max Shrek. Yeah, I believe was a character created for that film. I think. I think. So. I always like that movie the most. Not saying it's the best, but it's my personal yeah, favorite. And then that that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a it's a good movie. Just after I was grabbing the music for the show, I just was starting to like listen to the soundtracks and everything. It was just uh it was good and it was a good one for sure. So uh yeah, boys, welcome to this episode of Geek Hello. Stuff. Episode uh, five ninety four. Kev, what did you you had an idea what to call this one? What was it again? Uh I think it was oh crap, I can't remember. Was it something brilliant? garbage? Brilliant garbage. Brilliant garbage. Yes, that's what it was. Right. Which we will definitely be going uh, going oh, through yes. later in the show. We have a lot of stuff that we got to uh, hit on today, boys. So let's do this. Let's just hit on our, our usual show notes and kind of just jump into everything, uh, because I feel like we're going to need the extra time to kind of cover all our our bases here, as it were. Right. And that is the fact that you can hit us up on patreon.com slash geekstufftng to help this lovely, lovely show. 
uh, patreon.com slash geeksoftng for a dollar you can enter our discord service where we get we chit chat about random things all the time for three dollars a month our early bird special you get the show usually Tuesday night which is a day and a half early uh, and a sneak peek at uh, the prep sheet which Dom has now made fun of like three weeks in a row so sorry Dom what did I make uh, fun of five dollars because there's too many stories in there no that's a great thing okay okay sure sure compliment. For five dollars you get the it's, weekend bonus it's a great show. thing he knows because we never get to all of those stories That's so true. therefore he has plenty to choose from for the the bonus show the sandwich shop this is true this is true uh and for uh where the hell was i for five dollars you yeah, get the weekend dollars. bonus show and um uh uh you get the vintage episode sorry i'm trying to like mute like and do two different things at once here uh and for ten dollars a month you get the live show on instagram which will is taking advantage of right now uh and is hanging out with us uh, as we as we speak so Oh yeah, uh, I will. Yeah, the Discord service was kind of blowing up and throwing out a bunch of alerts and everything, so I had to had to mute that so I could actually kind of read the actual spot there for the the Patreon. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much the the main thing, and also our GVM hotline where you can leave us thoughts, comments, and concerns at two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and you can hear yourself on a future episode of Geeks of TNG. Uh, which is uh, quickly approaching episode 600. Just, just I was just about to say that. Just throwing that oh, out. boy. Lots lots happening on 600, according to rumor. According to rumor, yes. Um, you didn't hear it here, though. <laughs> uh, so let's hit on the first story, which uh, the internet has been... The first story, of course, is uh, we want everyone to keep up on my, my COVID uh, beard. <laughs> it's so cute that you call that a beard. I know it's it's as really it's probably as good as it gets. My COVID hair is also mad so long. Just, so. Yeah, I'm still rocking the bandana for that reason. The fact that uh, I look like cousin it right now if I don't have the bandana on. Not uh, me, baby. No, but you got the beautiful blonde hair just waving right now. At least, in, yeah. I mean, you got that going, so good for you. And I don't smell like meat. And you don't smell. So like, I have that going. You for know, me you as set well. that bar high. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. uh, so the big story that people are actually talking about, not just about COVID beards and hair, uh, is the fact that Michael Keaton is in talks to be in the next Flash movie as Batman. So, so is it, wait, movie still happening? The, uh, yeah. That well, let's start with that. Um, first of all, where does this story come from? This, well, everyone cut me off. Uh, this is according to uh, different uh, places, but a lot of them are going back to the rap, which is uh, saying uh, that the 60-year-old performer is currently in talks with Warner Brothers to reprise his uh, long-awaited role, uh, focus on the Red Speedster in the Flash movie, in an effort to introduce audiences to the concept of the multiverse, uh, which knowing the negotiations are, quote, in the very early stages. It's never going to happen. I'm, I'm putting it out there right now. It's never going to not Keaton because I think properly done Keaton would play Batman. I mean, if they're so hype on Keaton playing Batman, let them do a Batman beyond movie. That'd be great. And let him play old Bruce Wayne. That'd be that great. makes sense. You know what? If they just did, but now I'm hoping there's almost a, a flash movie where there's three minutes where they kind of like set up the whole Batman beyond universe. And then they come out with a solo Batman Beyond movie. I would love that. That I, I think it would be a standalone main event idea picture. I think it would be really, really great if they did it. 
they'll they'll have Keaton to play Batman. I think it would be really, really an excellent an excellent thing to do. It can be standalone. You don't have to tie it into this non-existent Warner Brothers the cinematic DCEU. universe. You don't have to tie it into that. It can stand alone. And again, the fact that they are prodding and beating this flashpoint idea in the films, you know, it it worked in TV. So what? Now the cinematic universe is going to do the same thing? It's already been done in the TV universe. And this is not going to save the Flash movie because you still have what? How many directors has it been through? Oh, you still have that lunatic uh, in the lead, uh, whatever his name is. I Ezra him. Miller. Ezra Miller. You still have that lunatic Ezra Miller in the title role, and you have the fact that it is already that character is already part of a failed cinematic universe. That's right. Let me repeat it: a failed. <laughs> cinematic universe and did you see the first trailer from the snyder cut i don't recall now it's it's basically diana in some sort of cave or something and there's art on the wall ancient art on the wall she has a torch of course because they didn't really identify what time period is but she has a torch instead of like a flashlight Mm mm-hmm and she looks at the art on the wall. It's basically some kind of over. There's um. There's like an overdub, you know, like a like a narration. It's not her. I. It might be Bruce. I don't know who it is, or it might be it might be Luthor. Now that I'm thinking of it, um, but in any event, this narration's going on, and we see her walking towards the whatever this image is. And when they look up at the image, it's dark side, and then they cut to. Dark side, a really far pulled back shot of Dark Side and his armies around him. Yeah. Wow. Big fucking deal. So like awful. I like Dark Side. I think it's a cool no, it was I he- like Dark Side. Yeah. I like Apocalypse. I like the whole I, I love a lot Orion. Great character. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff about it. Don't get me wrong. It's just this is the do, do they DC think this is, cinematic, this is, the Warner Brothers cinematic universe that has already failed on so this, many this levels, thing, and it's not going to save the movie. No, it's not going to save it. They, even though they're fundamentally, according to them, they're fundamentally changing this movie. I watched it recently. I don't know that there's anything that they can do from to save the fact that to save several facts, like one, Superman is just terrible in the movie. Like the way they use the character in movies, just awful. Number one. Number two, Ezra Miller just sucks as the Flash. <laughs> he just sucks. Three, I don't know the name of the block of wood that played Cyborg, but he was also horrendous. Four, and the last one is Ben Affleck clearly doesn't want to be there. You know, he's clearly mailing it in. And so how is adding footage and using stuff that was cut... How's any of that going to change anything that I just said? It isn't. I mean, and I, therefore I, bridging out and trying to make more sin uh, 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 in this universe or trying to change the universe by using the flashpoint idea. It's just stupid. It's just dumb. But anyway, that's just my thought. I, I mean, none of this is what I'm saying is what I feel is going to incorporate and create a solid Flash movie. This is just one of the properties of the DC universe. 
um, that I, I just want to see come come to life. That's that's what makes me excited. I'm not saying that this scene is going to make the movie worthwhile or going to give a chance to resurrect uh, the, um, the the universe as a whole. I just want to see Batman Beyond in some form of context because I'm, I'm with so you many of us enjoy that property yeah, as it is. I'm, I think they should age up Michael Keaton and they should just do a Batman Beyond movie and just let it stand alone. And if it's really good, maybe we get a second Batman Beyond movie. You know, that if they did a Batman Beyond trilogy of films, I would be ecstatic about that. I'd be the biggest supporter and fan of that idea ever. And and, and I think it would it actually know. makes sense because those if you know for for folks who may not remember, uh it wasn't so much about villains as much as like corporations were like the target bad guy sort of speak yes there right. were there were like you know the the canon of villains and everything but it really right. came down to the corporations that were that were really like the target of of uh that universe um so it's also worthwhile that i also kind of just brought it out on twitter and i asked uh our discord folks like what they thought about this whole announcement uh on twitter uh cousin dave lives says it might be the smartest thing warner brothers has done with the dceu in general uh, Derek in Ohio says uh, he's 100% on board for this, but he does have two questions. Um, how, uh, what fanfare slash nodding would they do, uh, i.e. a random scene of Michelle Pfeiffer working at a pet store? Uh, number two, I have the sickening feeling they're going to inject a CGI Christopher Reeve Superman, if that's possible. Uh, and over on our Discord, uh, uh, do Tal... Dutalix Chan says this should be fun, while on a box adds that I hope it doesn't turn out that it's a, a a gem stuck in the turd that could be the Flash movie. It could turn out to be the Flash movie may actually turn out to be uh, good like Aquaman and Wonder Woman, but I'm not holding my breath whatsoever. So people are all over, but they they you know from four different people they they want to see some kind of Batman Beyond property in our future, and you know what? I don't blame them. It's worth watching those uh, those old episodes. They hold up extremely well. Uh, I don't know where the book is right now because of all of the, uh, you know, the whole COVID uh, delays and everything right now. But the book was selling pretty hot at comic book stores as far as, far as I know. Um, so who knows? Maybe we'll hopefully something comes down down the pipe. It'd be nice. All right, moving on. Let's go to our next story. Uh, Apple, they had their uh, Worldwide Developers Conference. Uh, and it was uh, well done, sir. Oh, thank well you, done. Sir. Deja thank you. vu. Definitely not an edit listeners. there. Definitely not an edit there. Uh, they which they did show off some really nice um, um, look ahead with their computer chips they're going to release and their operating systems. But again, I am an Apple horse, so there's that. Uh, but they also gave us a look into another uh, Apple TV Plus uh, series, uh, sci-fi. And series now I have to get Apple TV Plus. Why is that, sir? Uh, so they, they showed their first trailer or look, peek, sneak peek, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not coming until 2021, so it's still six months away, uh, at least, um, of Foundation. Mm-hmm. Now, for, for those of you uh, science fiction fans, this is going to go pretty deep. Pretty deep. Um, Isaac Asimov is a science fiction writer. You may know him from such books as, uh, or really... I should say adapt film adaptations is probably if you've never read Asimov, which is sometimes really hard to read, you may know him from such uh, films 
as, uh, or at least translations of his work as Bicentennial Man, uh, starring Robin Williams, which is probably my favorite of the Asimov um, movies. Also, I, Robot with Will Smith. That is also an Asimov story. Oh, nice. Uh, and I think... I think AI is also Asimov, although I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure that it is. Um, so, obviously, Asimov, big into robots, but Foundation is a whole nother thing entirely. And just for the record, Foundation is one of the um, influences for things like Star Wars and some of the other stuff like that, but it's really sort of really deep. And Foundation is the property... I think that Asimov fans have always prayed would be made and is now being made. And it looks like a straight translation where those previous things that I've mentioned, slightly different, you know, ish from the original written word. But Foundation looks like it's going to be closer to the books. So um, very, very excited. Very, And if, if it's not exciting enough that they're going to work on foundation the fact that they're that uh what they showed in the sneak peek already looks brilliant hence brilliant in this week's title um uh it already looks brilliant and there's still six months to go and yeah i mean i mean i held out for a long time on getting cbs all access mm -hmm. because i wanted to see the picard show and the other star trek uh, whatever it's called, I forget. Um, I, I held out a long time, and I was really disappointed by both shows. And so I'm like, I'm never getting this. I'm never going to get a service again just to see one show. Well, I'm getting this one. <laughs> I mean, if that gives you any <laughs> level of uh, uh, idea of of you know the fact that That's as a science right fiction there. fan, this is something you need to see. So. There you go. Yeah, very uh, excited. I will add that. Um, so I, I put it. I went to go cancel my Apple uh, TV Plus subscription, um, and I noticed when I was doing that that you actually have the option. You can go if let's say you didn't buy the Apple product and you would need to actually pay for the service. Um, it's five dollars a month, which we knew, but you can also pay for twelve months for a flat fifty dollar rate for like a, a one time for the year. So right. if you're interested, depending on when someone's going to go buy a, a product, even though we're still waiting to find out if they're going to be doing their, their usual, what would it be, their mid-ish September uh, uh, event for, the, for new devices or if it's going to be delayed or any of that stuff, which, you know, with yeah, COVID, I, who knows? Right. There, I think we're going to have to wait and see on that. Yeah. Yeah, but there's, there's the option. Okay. I mean, I like to buy, I like to kind of like, I kind of hinted last week. I like to usually wait at least six months before buying like a brand new anything. Right. Um, so now I'm I'm considering that like I still need to watch the like a few like a few things on there. Maybe we're just paying the fifty bucks for the year because by then I may be getting a new phone anyways, which I need any you know I need so. Uh, well, the other thing is also depending on you know the timing and all that. If they yeah. don't announce like a new Apple TV, you could always. Up the apple. What is wrong with your dog? You can I thought hear, that was nuggets. No, that's my dog from downstairs. That's oh. impressive that you can hear that, though. I can hear it as clear as a bell. Um, it, you know, the simple purchase of upgrading an Apple TV, I don't, I don't know if that product qualifies for the free 
Apple TV Plus service if for a year, the, but if it if does, you get the 4K service or oh, you're talking about the the subscription, the device, sir. Yeah, I'm the, talking about if you purchase a new Apple TV, which I might be due for. Mm -hmm. If if I wait, time it out right, purchase the new Apple TV device, assuming that device qualifies for the free Apple TV Plus service for whatever the period is, I may be able to, you know cross that over so that I'm able to kill two birds with one stone. Uh, we'll try to figure that out uh, as we're talking then, so we can try to figure that out, but I, uh, we'll see. Okay. Um, in the meantime, let's kind of just stick uh, with some, uh, you know, kind of movie theater news, which we talked about. Uh, AMC is doubling back, uh, saying that they will now require people to wear face masks uh, when entering their theater. Um, I, I, What's I that, love July... The 18th, 16th, something like that? Something like that. Uh, they said the CEO of the company, and I love the, the way this started off, with the full support of our scientific advisors. That's just great. Uh, we are reversing course and are changing our guest mask policy. Uh, as we reopen theaters, we will require that all AMC guests nationwide wear masks as they enjoy uh, movies at our theaters. The speed with which AMC movie moved to revise the mask policies is a reflection of our commitment to the safety and the health of our guests, which is uh, it's just kind of silly. Uh, they said that the only time you can remove something, uh, you can remove a mask is if you're actually eating or taking a drink uh, at the same time. And um, the Alamo Draft House is also implementing the same kind of rules, asking people to wear masks um as well because listen i mean i, I don't want to speak for everyone across across the world but it's getting really nice over here uh in jersey people are getting kind of getting a little frustrated not being inside so i get the fact that they want to go out go to a restaurant maybe go to a movie um so yeah just kind of uh be aware be safe and uh you know don't catch the rona there you go. There it is. again though i still recommend if you get a chance check to see if there's a drive-in uh movie theater Always worth doing that. I, ch I checked. Uh, I checked on my island, and there's none. Some and furthermore, mm -hmm. the rumor has it that th that the movie theater on the island may have closed for good. Oh, that sucks. Oh, so <laughs> there are yeah. some places though that um, are doing makeshift drive-ins, like in the back of like big parking lots, like of restaurants yeah. or something. Uh, so see if that's an option. I know there was one uh, in Connecticut that. If I remember correctly, it was Jaws and I think Wizard of Oz. Not 100% sure. Nice. Definitely Jaws, but either way, I mean, that's a great double bill to go. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good twofer for the kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know. Um, but how do you play that? Do you do the horror and then soften it with, you know, Wizard of Oz? Or you just get them all comfortable and having fun and then smack them with You just tell them it's like a dozen. You just right, tell them it's a right dozen. Right as the first guy gets eaten, you start singing, you're off to see the wizard. And you, just cut, you just cut back. Once the song's done. You split the movies all together. Yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, I scene see, for scene. Yeah, I got yeah. I got to see what the hell uh, uh, the other one was. One guy gets eaten. Then we go on a trip. Another guy gets eaten. We're in the fields. Yeah, I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out and get back to back to everyone. If anything, we'll do that during the break. Um, All right, let's keep on going. Uh, da, da, da. Do we want to talk about Warren Ellis? 
I guess so. Uh, DC is pulling uh, Warren Ellis's death metal story following a series of new allegations. Uh, he was being accused by, I believe it was several like... women uh, for, hold on, I'm trying to make sure I get the proper language uh, for something like this. Uh, yeah, it's alleged sexual misconduct. Yes, from the early 2000s. Uh, and Warren Ellis uh, released a statement pretty much saying that uh, more or less he he's sorry for them. He's ashamed for these mistakes and that he's profoundly sorry. So oh. he's not denying them. Um, Guilty. Yeah. So that's just the thing. Uh, so who knows what's going to happen with any other storylines in general. Um, is Warren Ellis is not the architect of Dark or Death Knight, Dark Knight's Metal, or whatever the hell it is, right? No, that's Snyder or Capullo or one of them, right? Something. I, honestly, it's been there was so much going back and forth on that that I kind of like lost track myself. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So just be interesting. So is Warren see. Ellis out then? I think he's, like a, he's on the back burner. Oh, I they see. haven't. He hasn't been kicked out Fired. or out out. But he's just kind of getting yeah like Monty said backburnered timeout yeah. yeah um so yeah so that's happening um moving along uh AMC has announced virtual panels for several of this series uh year long comic con at home which is running July 23rd to 26 so they're going to have virtual panels for you to check out at home for the walking dead fear the walking dead uh the walking dead uh world beyond and something that's not uh, Walking Dead related, uh, Nos uh, Foratu, uh, which is a, that is a great show. That season one. My father and I watched that. It's a great, great, great show. Uh, Where Hill. is, what, what is it? Where is it? Uh, Comic-Con. It, it's a oh. virtual Comic-Con panel. Nos Foratu, gentlemen. Yeah. It's, what is it? Where is it? it is, I've not heard of it. Well, it's on AMC. Uh, you oh. can actually watch the first season on Shudder right now. Oh. So you can do that. I, I recommend. I want to say it was 10, maybe 12 episodes-ish. Is it a series based on the story of Nosferatu? It is a like story based on uh, the Joe Hill novel, which was brought into a comic book form, which is now being brought over to a television series. I'm unfamiliar. I'll have to take a look. Uh, I uh, only just started reading the book not long ago. The comic was fantastic. And the, um, the season one was really good. I want to see a lot more. I thought uh, you get really invested into the, the drama that was happening. It didn't, uh, um, it didn't feel stale. And it's something that's absolutely worthwhile. I'm, I'm just thrilled that it was coming back because I was always afraid that it may fall through the cracks, so to speak, uh, on that one. So yeah. Let's say hi to my cards 1228 who has joined us in the... Uh, the free preview oh, of boy. our Petrayan video feed. Welcome. Oh, you I, I heard the uh, the Comic Con at home will have a VR experience mm -hmm. where you get stuck uh, walking behind slow people <laughs> while you're <laughs> compacted with other people, and it takes you about twenty minutes to get to your booth. Uh, no, That's that was good. A good one, dude. That's that was, really good, sandwich. That was really good. Oh, I like that a lot. Oh, thanks. I'm proud of you. Oh, 
You know what, sandwich? I want you to totally to- hit me from the side too. I <laughs> thought he was describing something that was real. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, really? A VR experience? I'm like, oh. he looked into the story a lot better than I did, so he caught me oh, by yeah. surprise too. Uh, oh no! I until he said stuck behind somebody, I'm like, yeah, okay, I see where he's going. <laughs> uh, sandwich, why don't you read the go into the Cobra Kai news that we have? Um, uh, two stories down because right. you know what? That was yeah. so damn good. I want you to take over the next story. All right. Uh, Cobra Kai moving from YouTube to Netflix. So thank now- God. Yes. Um, so after announcing last month, uh, the acclaimed drama will be searching for a new streaming uh, home. It has found it in Netflix. And I think this is a win for Netflix. Cause I feel like Netflix has been not losing a lot of fights, but this not- is definitely a win and not in- fights. In- they've been losing content. There's a difference. Well, I'm saying, like, I feel like a lot of content was was like either jumping ship or not getting to them. So this is definitely a, in the win column for Netflix. Totally, hundred percent. I, I haven't seen season two, but I I fucking loved season one as a fan of the Karate Kid movies. Yeah, I really same. liked it, and I like how you know everyone is kind of coming back for it, and I really appreciate that more. Uh, I'm excited to see where season three goes. I, I think Elizabeth Shue is coming back. In season I heard three. that too. Uh, I'm very excited about that. It's it's um it's nice to see that this show picked up steam because when I first heard about it way back in the when, I honestly didn't have much hope in it. Like, I was excited for it, but I didn't know what we were gonna get. Um, I'm happy it's getting off of YouTube because I feel like YouTube was kind of not a dead place for it, but no one's going to YouTube to watch. It was, TV. yeah. So Netflix is definitely a good home for it. I'm glad you know this will be more readily available content. I, I didn't read if they're bringing over the other seasons. I assume they I, are. Yeah, I hope that's part of the deal. I was just going to ask you, is there anything in the article that indicates that? Because like you, I loved season one, didn't watch season two. Um, but I really want to see, uh, I really want to see season two because that's where Martin Cove comes back, who is the, uh, what's his name? The bad sensei. I forget his character's name in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Creed, right? Or something like that. Exactly. I can't remember. But in any event, uh, I really wanted to see how that story was going to develop. And now, yeah, again, no, I hear Elizabeth no. Shue uh, is coming back. I hear Pat Morita is coming back. And uh, according no, to nothing, article, nothing, guys, nothing on Pat Morita. No, I did. Yeah, I just, I didn't want to. I can't come. Back. I didn't want to talk about it. Okay, that was very. That was actually a rough day for me when I found out. Very, about very that. emotional. I understand. But you know, I think. I mean, if they're really. Yeah, if I'm being honest, what I'd really like to see at some point is I'd like to see uh, Hillary Swank come back. Yeah. Anyone? No, nothing? No. Karate no. Kid 4? No. no. She, was the, not, she was the star of the Karate Kid. That's you not know, really a Karate Kid movie. Don't even say it is. That's it not was. A, it was, not, it not was a karate Mr. Miyagi kid teaching a new That student. is not a Karate Kid movie. That was an abomination. Come that, on. Not, you is- guys... It, I, I will allow this because we are friends. I will allow this to pass. But I, I, I do not want to have, I do not want to finish this conversation right now. Wow. <laughs> We're bring oh, you're, you're allowing things now. Wow. Yes. You're really feeling safe at the, that. The one time. thing, the one time I feel, I feel confident in saying that I don't want to continue that conversation. You know, I got people over there. I imagine you do. I'm just saying, and they're not just you. Normally, if anyone else did this, I'd be like, I got a guy, I'm going to send him over. But when you got to send somebody over to get the guy, you don't know where it's going to come from, my friend. 
I'm just saying you bear that in mind. Uh, I just want to say I just want to say in the article it did say that the first and second season will make their ways to Netflix. Oh great. That's excellent. Then great. Then you can just binge. And when will the third season air? I don't know if they said. I don't think that we have a, a an official date for a third season. Or well, like even a It'll give us time to watch season two. And actually, I'd probably like to just binge through uh, season one and two together. I, I would, I absolutely would too, as well. Uh, as a quick side note, as, as Sandwich is uh, looking stuff up, it's the Wellfleet Drive In Theater in uh, Wellfleet, Massachusetts for Jaws, and it was Jurassic Park. Ah. Not Wizard of Oz. I remember, we, I think we actually brought up Wizard of Oz last week. That, that's what was giving me that, uh, that thought. But, you know, something. Something that was kind of bugging me that I just wanted to pimp out there because I always like kind of supporting those independent. All right. So, uh, Cobra Kai season three is either late twenty twenty or early twenty twenty one. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. Does it say when the other two seasons are going to come over? I f- I think they're probably going to come over when it airs. Okay, uh, that's my guess. You know, okay. like once they throw it on the platform yeah. and they dump it all at once. Oh, that's too bad. I would, I would hope they would put it out a little early so people who haven't had a chance could catch up. But what do I know? I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm only a simple Kevin. One thing, uh, some comic book related news, just to throw out there, which I, I feel like we kind of knew about this, but it's a little bit more confirmed now. Um, Locking Key and Sandman. They were going to be seeing a crossover project of the two properties. Uh, what? Uh, Why? Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I'll let Monty finish the. Uh, no, I mean, the there's, there's really nothing because, like, I'm not really in support of this at the same time. I mean, it's, yeah, like, like the, both of both both series are are great. Sandman, especially, uh, is a legendary series. Yeah. Um, well, but I, yeah. are you talking about a TV crossover, or a book? Crossover? Oh, sir, we're talking book. Yeah, it's books. Oh, all right. Mm. Even then, like, I don't know if I want that. I don't want that at all. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, no offense, but. You it's, know, it's, it's not a it's, knock on Lock and Key, and I'm definitely not knocking Sandman, but you can't knock Sandman. Exactly. I mean, it's, I, no, it's a yeah. classic, but I, I just feel really weird about them trying to kind of ham handedly put these two together. I don't I just don't see it. Yeah. I so, also don't see an upside. For me, it seems like for Sandman, with respect, it would be a downside for Sandman. It might be an upside for Lock and Key because being associated with Sandman in some way mm-hmm. kind of makes that, you know, kind of lifts sort of the, not reputation, but, you know, kind of raises up its profile for a little sure. bit. Uh, Joe Hill said in an interview, there's a new Lock and Key story call, uh, coming out, um, which happens around World War One. Uh, he thinks the first issue is going to be coming out in August. There's a three issues in all. And it, then it sets off a uh, lock and key Sandman crossover, which is going to be called Hell and Gone. So um, I don't remember. It's been a few years since I read the books, uh, I think, at this point. Uh, they never really – I don't think they actually said where the keys specifically came from, like the demons and everything behind the keys. So uh, I'm kind of – maybe that's how they're going to try to work. Like they're going to maybe it, shit. I don't know. Maybe it's the other Sandman. Maybe it's not the game in Sandman. Maybe it's the one with like the the Golden Age one with the mask and the the gun that shoots like gas and the <laughs> no. fedora. Sadly, maybe it's, it's that Sandman. Maybe, no. maybe, maybe. Timing wise, would be it. It would work timing wise. 
Just saying. It's, instead of hell and gone, it's just be what the hell. <laughs> yeah. There you go, That's sandwich. a good one, too. I like that. I like wow, that a lot. Sandwich on fire today. Yeah, he really is. Um, Don't and- shower before the show anymore. It's bad luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. This is The, the next two things are, are going to be pretty quick. Uh, Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda is working in a new Disney animated uh, musical. Uh, he mentioned it uh, while uh, during an interview that uh, with Good Morning America, saying that uh, something else is in the works with Disney Animation, which no. I'm not surprised by Disney because uh, not at all. Miranda's kind of a big big deal right now. Yeah, and yep. has been for a, at least what like a year and a half, two years now. Easily yeah, he's point, he's so. done a he's done a few things. Yeah. he was in the um, the Mary Poppins. Uh, sequel. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a bunch of things for them, and you know, sort of externally for them as well. So yeah, that's 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 not a surprise. It's oh, no. it's good actually because he's very talented. So I guess we'll see if Disney can, you know, kind of get their money's worth on his talent and turn out something great. That'd be awesome for sure, for sure. Uh, and more of a quick note here: uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, is going Let me to be, guess. Delayed again. Is going to be delayed for at least two months. Uh, it was supposed to be have a September release date. Now it's being pushed back to November nineteenth. Um, which you know what? I'm I'm in the boat of that's fine. A, a a game is delayed until it comes out. A bad game is bad forever. So so do what you got to do. It's I mean. Again, you guys are, are more into the current games than I am. But it's the same thing with, like, the South Park game. That game was delayed how many times? Then when it finally came out, everyone fucking loved it. It was delayed o- almost, uh, I think it was over a year, I want to say. The I, first I, I was, was going to say six months, yeah. The second one was probably about half that time. But yeah. I think they were both significantly delayed. And you're right, they were both amazing. So. Yeah. You know, you know what it is? It's No one remembers, I feel like games were delayed unless A, they... They were bad, or B, they're Duke Nukem and delayed for like twelve years. Then, then you remember the yeah, delays. Wow. But otherwise, I feel like you know, everyone kind of forget delays suck in the moment while we wanted it sooner. But if it's delayed and it's great, no one's gonna remember that it was delayed. Exactly, exactly. You know like, what? I honestly don't even remember that's not why we delayed. Do you know what has been delayed? Sandwich's participation in GTA Five with with his friends. Oh, that's been delayed. Oh, for a while now. <laughs> Just saying. No response sandwich? <laughs> no release date. Cousin Dave. <laughs> no release date. <laughs> On fire. He is. The kid's what doing good. What? He's like a Quiznos sub today. <laughs> I love it. No? Nothing? Quiznos? Anyone remember Quiznos? Yeah, All their sandwiches Quiznos. were like toasted. Nothing? Okay. Um, and he's frozen anyway. You probably couldn't even hear that. Oh, well. Uh, Big Kev, we're uh, we're we're pretty far into the show, so why don't you take us to break, sir? Well, since Sandwich has already taken a break, uh, <laughs> we we will join him on our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode five hundred and ninety four. Yep, the one we're calling Brilliant Garbage. Right 
Monty, where are you getting your comics? From Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. Do you know a store doing curbside during this pandemic? Yeah, man. Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. But, Lo, what if I don't live nearby? Do you know a store that'll ship my books? Yes, Young Sandwich, at Gotham Comics, which is GothamComicsNJ.com. What about toys, back issues, trades, statues, D&D merch? Yes, yes, and yes. Gotham Comics, whose eBay store is GothamComicsNJ. But, Monty, what if I have questions? Will they answer me on Facebook? Yes, again, just search for Gotham Comics. All right, I get it. You can get basically everything you need at GothamComicsNJ.com or its eBay store, Gotham Comics NJ. But what's your favorite comic book location? Oh, dude, the Savage Land, for sure. Wait, really? Not Gotham City? Why? Bro, dinosaurs. Go to GothamComicsNJ.com for the latest books, vintage items on its eBay store, which is Gotham Comics NJ, or hit them up on Facebook for random collectibles at Gotham Comics. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Forgive me if I don't shake hands. Hi, this is Val Kilmer from the movie Tombstone. You're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Isn't that a daisy? And he really is big. What an ugly thing to say. Stay tuned. I'm your huckleberry. Live from Studio M, the sandwich shop, and Big Kev Huna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. You sure to love a little sponsor from friends over at Build X-Wing. And now I will begin reading our uh, corporately prepared, uh, corporate approved uh, handout. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with you with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. Slow down. X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. The S-foils open into attack position, the laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. Oodle We recommend you take them up on their premium offer. You get 118 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personal transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. Wow. He's an important guy from what I heard. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-colored magazines. Yes, I read that right. Featuring instructions for the parts you received fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more you can collect these great search materials in a free binder which you'll receive as part of your subscription (laughs) as a fan of collectibles you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high the genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself you can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Just 
Check them out today. Good job, Dom. Proud of you. So proud of you. Uh huh. Oh, oh, come sell on. out now. You're, you're sold out to the man. He's just upset because he, you know, he had. His I worked groove. hard. He's he had his groove, that. and you know, it's he's just upset that we have to get the actual factual information out. That's I understand. Kids doing a good job. Stop it. He's got to slow down, and he's got to read it a hundred times out loud between now and next week. Honestly, but yeah, yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. That's so messed up. I'll have you. I'll have you read it to me a hundred times. I don't or want to do to that. Monty. <laughs> don't please, for the love of God, no. That's that's that would be torture. Um, really quickly, guys, we have a few more stories we want to hit on. The one thing I just want to mention as a heads up for folks, because I know uh, I'm going to forget it. Um, there's going to be a Ferris Bueller reunion set for the uh, Josh Gad show, Reunited Apart. If, if so. you have not seen this, no, it went up. I think it went up yesterday. Didn't Did it? I thought it was going up. I thought it was coming up uh, within the next day or two. I might have been wrong. I but. thought I, I thought he usually premieres those on Monday. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but or, or maybe this one was delayed or something like that. We, you know, we've talked about a few of these. They're all brilliant. And it, the Ghostbusters one was phenomenal. I mean, it was really phenomenal. Uh, Josh Gad's show, it's called Reunited Apart. They've done Back to the Future, Goonies, Goonies Lord, of, Lord the of the Rings, Ghostbusters. I feel like there's another one, but Splash. I forget what it is. Splash, that was it. Yeah, so just uh, just to throw that out there for people to check out the YouTubes on that oh, one. Oh, 100%. Yeah, um, definitely. We have some gaming stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, Sandwich, why don't you talk to us about these, starting with the uh, the Magic the Gathering uh, story. Get that one. To... All right, so Magic the Gathering Arena is coming to what, Mac what this to, month. What happened to your camera? I started lagging, so I got afraid, and I just cut out the camera. because He literally said, I have to talk now. So No, we all want to see you. Come back. Let's see how it goes. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, there's so, that beautiful face. Go on, hold. There we go. So, Magic the Gathering Arena mm-hmm. is supposed to be coming to Mac this this month, uh, June twenty fifth, which is literally two days from when we're recording this. Is so it just Mag- coming to Mac? It's been on the other systems for a while now, almost okay. at least a year that I know of, and now it's coming to Mac. And that was always a problem for some people that, in, at least in the Magic community that I know, is that you know they have a Mac, so they couldn't play. Magic the Arena online. Right. Basically, well, Magic the Arena is, for those who don't know what Magic is, uh, Magic Arena is essentially... It's uh, you reading a, a prepared statement. <laughs> I'm not reading a prepared statement. I'm not sponsored by Wizards no, of the Coast. No, I'm saying that's what Magic is. Uh, yeah. Well, Magic Arena is, is it's the online way to play uh, the more recent cards. I, I don't want to start using magic terms i don't want to confuse people no, no, go on, people, but people just we're, explain we're talking, what the terms we're, we're mean talk, yeah we're talking to our, our yeah. people so so it's like the best for example, way to play. can i get black bordered betas <laughs> no. on so magic the gathering the what, arena? arena can i get magic those? the gathering arena so no magic the gathering arena is only standard sets so what a standard set is it's all the sets that are out this year and then they're working their way back to a certain point. They've huh. begun working their way back through magic sets. Because the Let's only see. way to play magic online, aside from Arena, 
is something called Magic the Gathering Online. The problem with that is it looks like it's running on like Windows 2, essentially. <laughs> and it's really, really fucking slow. Very like there's no Windows 98. It's, it's very much like card, card. Like it's very Magic the Gathering can be kind of boring to watch already if you don't know what's going on. It's even more boring when you're just throwing cards down a screen. Even if you know what's going on, it can still be boring. Not for me because I enjoy it, but I'm not going to get it. I'm just saying for some people. Yeah. Just saying. No, fine. So what Magic Arena is, it's a more, you know, lively kind of cinematic if you play a card an animation an animatronic i'm watching the trailers right but an animation must show up and and the uh, the animations on are are, i mean they make it entertaining for for sure yeah so Um, especially when you're playing the actual individual cards like uh, a phoenix or something like that yeah so it's great to see that uh mac will be able to play arena it's been kind of not feel bad but it's been for some people that I know, you know, I don't have, they don't have a Mac or they don't have a, a regular PC. They have a Mac and it felt like they were getting punished and not able to play with their friends because of the computer they bought. I which mean, just didn't... I'd be interested to play this. And, um, I mean, I'm not going to be like going nuts, like spending money or anything like that. Um, so on, there are, there are, uh, there are people who, who play without, uh, spending any money whatsoever. Okay. It is possible. It's a little harder. Um, it's great to see that they're expanding the way arena works, especially with, you know, the COVID this for, for the uninitiated might be the future of magic, honestly, because more and more they're looking for magic arena for their tournaments to make pro players or the tournaments for, uh, pro the, uh, magic fests and stuff like that. So magic, the gathering online is not the future. Cause they'll always print paper magic, but, you know, people are looking to this as, you know, the next step in the evolution that is Magic the Gathering. Interesting. Well, I think it's going to be worth a shot. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued enough, and I'm, I'm also not good enough at the game. Because um, I, I have three friends who are really big into Magic, and uh, they they crush me. Like, it wouldn't even be fair. Actually, <laughs> even my buddy's, like, nine-year-old can destroy me in the game. I'll, the I'll, build, you, I'll build you a classic blue fuck you deck. <laughs> Okay. And then he, won't, be, he won't win, but he'll make people mad. He'll win. He'll win. I, I, he can I, I, win. I like the idea of frustrating All he him. needs is a bunch. All he needs is a bunch of uh, what are those cards called? What the mm-hmm. ones that cancel your the the Counters. opponents counter, counter spells? You need, it's it's a blue counter deck. It's okay. a bunch of counter spells. It's like Merfolk. And the Merfolk King or whatever the hell his name is that gives plus one damage to all the Merfolk. Well, that, 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 that was back in the olden days. Uh, now it might be a, not Merfolk, but I'm, I'm sure we could build Monty a blue fuck you deck. I'm, all I'm just saying I'm my blue fuck you deck got me very far. Thank you very much. Back in the day. I go. quit. I quit right before this. You an Ice Age. What's that? Ice Age. Before, after the set, after Ice Age, I quit right before that one came out. Oh, okay, I don't remember what that one was called though. Well, interesting enough, worth checking out. I'm definitely going to check it out for sure. Speaking of Ice Age, D and D is coming out with nice. a new uh, <laughs> nice transition <laughs> with a new book this September. Uh, Ice Winds of Dale, rhyme, rhyme, R I M E. I'm going to say rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Sure. Yeah. So, is it rhyme or rise? 
R I M E. Oh, so it's rhyme. Okay, it's rhyme. I just I, I was looking for it to look differently. No, 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 I, think I think what's really funny is is I think we we have different sort of feelings about what they're doing here, right? So my impression is that they're, and I could be wrong, but it seems to me like they are introducing additional rules, etc., for play and adventuring in like cold weather situations yes they're kind of adding more like if you're in the cold you'll walk ascent now i didn't look into this obviously the book's not out yet walking at half speed you have to keep warm foraging for food right right stuff like that which i think personally i wouldn't play with it with you know new players but if you have an established group and you've been playing for a while and you want to you know yeah. add a little something i Throw think it's an excellent idea yeah, yeah. drop them in the careful. fucking Arctic where they got to, you know, they got to stay warm. They got to find shelter. They got to forage for food. I mean, there's already yep. ways to all do that, but I think it's a great way to add realism. It makes sense where, you know, if I'm playing with new people, I'm not going to do this. But if I've been playing with these players for a while, we've done a couple characters already. This seems great. A great way to add things. I always like when it, you're adding rules not to like hurt the players, but to challenge them because mm -hmm. i don't yes. want to just fuck my players over but it's like i want you to learn how to handle this puzzle i want to give you you know something new to look at i hate those DMs. this is great well, i hate those dms that just what? punish people yeah that's just not fucking fun stupid now but you or, or or maybe nick got the impression that or no i think it was you too as well dom that said that they're going to introduce additional horror elements here well, at the same time. So when I watched the video about them kind of talking about this and the thing, the guy from Wizards of the Coast was saying that they intend to add, you know, a couple horror themes in this. He said Jaws, which I know Jaws is like a horror movie in, in theory. I, I find it more thriller than horror. But apparently they want to add a lot more horror a guy gets things. his leg bit off and you see it float to the bottom of well, the water, which wouldn't happen, by the way. But th that's he, a said, he said that, like, there'll be moments where you're out in the snow and the snow starts shuffling beneath you and you see something moving or, you know, other elements. I want a Shining because The Shining is the only horror movie I can actually watch and not be uncomfortable. Um, so I would love like you stumble upon an abandoned That's, hotel and then now you know what's funny about that? I don't think the shining is a horror movie. Really? I think the shining is a thriller. You're crazy. And Jaws is a horror movie. Really? You, yeah. you you're allowed to believe that. I don't agree, but I'll I'll allow you to have your opinion because we're Thank friends. Thank you. And... Thank you for allowing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna allow you... you to keep walking on unbroken legs. Well, you That's like to argue when I have a, a different opinion. I'm just trying to show you the other way where you can accept difference in people. But what do I, I know? I'm only a oh, sandwich. Gee, I accept difference in people, sir. It's just your cavalier attitude about you're allowing me to have my own opinion. That's, you know, that's where I draw the line. Uh, th this is also uh, going back to the D&D &D thing because I don't want to fight with Kevin anymore. He's my best friend. Uh, Kevin, for you, uh, they are doing a special edition cover, which... <gasps> Another fucking knockout of the park. It looks fucking awesome. And um, so you know what the answer here is. I I will pre-order us both one. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're an oak. Um. So I I like when they do that. They didn't do it for the uh what the fuck critical rule book. Which honestly, I was only buying it because it's a D and D book. It's kind of irrelevant. Uh, I didn't get that one yet. You have it. It's in the unit. 
Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the, unit, the, the one, unit manager handles what's it. What's the one that what's the one that you bought that you knew that I needed, but you bought it anyway? What was that one? <laughs> special that wasn't the Eberron special cover, right? No, it was Xanathar. Oh, okay. You, every special edition that has come out, it, 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 the new ones you've had. I only got the, the special edition one for me. And Just we're the, not, every time we talk about I needed, these, I know. I, I need it too. <laughs> Lordy. Sure. So, so Anyways, listen, listen. Let me ask you the sandwich. It, what are you how, trying to say? Yeah. How is this something where you think? Because you text me about this book to highlight yeah. the the horror aspects and things like that. So, do you think this is going to be something that I should get right off the bat? Because you know the kind of like the, the the horror content that I'm into, or should I kind of just wait and see a little bit, just kind of get some more preview of maybe some artwork, or wait for the book to actually drop? What, what do you think? I, I definitely think. I definitely think if you're a horror fan. Because the fact that they're billing it for horror, okay, it might not be, you know, hardcore, you mm. know, because they, it's not Ravenloft. Of, yeah. But I think that they, they have said they're trying, they're doing a lot of things that are supposed to be horror themed. Okay. And I'm taking them at their word. Watsy, Wizard of the Coast, whatever you want to call them, hasn't really put out a dud of a book, in my opinion, in a while. No. So if they're saying it's horror, I think it's going to be good. I highly recommend even if you're not into horror, if you're into D and D, this is great. They're they're from the article. It looks like they're saying they're pointing it towards level one to level twelve characters. So if you want to start a campaign in a horror session, that sounds fucking phenomenal. Um, I don't know about maybe level one might be a little tough because then you have to tone down the horror. But maybe it's even better because you're <laughs> a squishy lad and you might get beat up by one of these horror monsters. But I could ramble about this for a little bit. All right. I, I mean, you know, really, Monty. You should you should have a player's handbook, which I have. Oh, okay, I wasn't yeah, yeah, aware yeah, if you had any too. books or not. Yep. The player's handbook, I I always say to people who ask me this too is I think you need the box set. Um, whichever one I think there's two of them now, uh, and I'm missing one of them. Oh, I got to figure that out. There's like a basic box set, then the player's handbook, then the DM guide, and then whatever that first monster manual was. I think it was called Monster Manual. I think it's um, below. Volo's Guide to Monsters or the Monster Manual? The Monster Manual, the one that came out first, because those are all the basics in there. Because Volo's got more advanced. Volo's was more like old school fiend folio. Mm. Um, I, I don't know if you need a DM's guide if you're just starting out. What if you're not DMing? No, even if you're not DMing, I think there's a lot of important things in there that kind of make it important for players to have that book too. There's reference stuff in there. There's charts. There's other things in there. Yeah, there's a lot. There's tons of material for D and D, but uh, not D and D for for players. There's a, a ton of information in there for DMs. Yes, of course, it's called the DM guide. But you can find other things in there that are not in the player's handbook that you can use for your character. So I just think it's plus it's a core book. You want to have the core books. No, I get that. It's not an adventure, in other words. Like Volos <laughs> is not an adventure. It's yeah. a core book. This one that's coming out now. I don't know. We're going to have to see how they lay it out because to me, what, it's the, not uh, like a campaign book. But if they're introducing all these other elements, it could be like a half, you know, half campaign book, half. Uh, um, I, I, I think they book, said you know. there, it is. I think it is exactly that. I think they said there's a campaign here, but I also think it's enough material where you can just 
kind of yeah. strip it for your own. There's a, there's another one like that. They put out a number of books that have been like this, where there's an adventure. There was um, what the hell is that crap that demon one material too? What was that What's demon that? one that just yeah, came out? That one, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The I fuck don't remember was it either? So uh, okay, let it go. I, I it's all right. It. I'm gonna. I don't want to stand up though. Don't not worry. Fine. It. Don't stand. All God right. forbid. I, I got I got a question though, real quick. What's up? Real quick D D question. Kevin, what do you think of Unearthed Arcana? I've been meaning to ask you this for a long time now. The original Unearthed Arcana? The stuff that's cut they, they put out stuff now. Unearthed okay. Arcana. For those who don't know what that is, it's basically uh Wizard of the Coast approved playtest material. So stuff they're sending out to fans looking for feedback on. So it'll be like a magical barbarian or uh, a warlock who has a genie patron and stuff like that. Here, here's here's what I think of it. It's brilliant. And here's why it's brilliant. Because if they're asking the community what the community thinks of it and the what the community thinks the game should be, that means they really care about what players of this game think of it and what direction the players want it to go through. From a business perspective, it's absolutely brilliant. From a from a uh you know from a player perspective it could be something you try but you don't like but it could also be something you try and then never comes out officially in uh never comes out officially in in any form uh but you still have that information so that you can continue to use it in your games i think it's a win win to me it seems like it's a win win okay Sorry, sorry for the quick aside. I was always wondering how. No, it's fine. That's if, if it, you guys that's have, what this whole show's about, dude. <laughs> yeah. If if the fans Welcome. have opinion on Unearthed Arcana and want to hit us up at the GVM hotline two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, we'd love to hear your opinions on what you think about it, or just D and D as a whole. What do you think of uh, Icewind Dale or the Theros book coming out soon? That's going to come out real soon. We're going to have that what, on the show. What's what's that book? The Greek mythology book that I've pre-ordered for the two of us. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Big Kev. Yes. We this, have, this is your bit now. We, we have we have one more thing to talk about before we wrap things up. I'm really calm. It's the calm and before the storm. Now you're gonna ruin it. It's the calm before the shitstorm. There's okay. go ahead. <laughs> there is a Star Wars set. The Carbon Freezing Chamber set which upon first glance I, I again someone who's not a, a a big star wars guy or at all uh it looks good off the surface you are very very ticked off about this product we'd now like to introduce you to the garbage uh of the show hot hot garbage hot, hot, hot. in fact this is all right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna let it go here. This is the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. There has been long rumored. First of all, you know Hasbro has the license. They do two scales: the six-inch scale known as the Black Series, the three and three-quarter or classic scale known as the Vintage Collection. Right? They have been dogging the Vintage Collection for a while, and what I mean is. They haven't been doing new figures. They've been repacking older figures that came out when... So the Vintage Collection was out for a while. Then they took it away for no reason that anyone can think of. And then only, I think, Walmart had an exclusive Vintage Collection line, if you will, which 
had some of the old figures, some new figures in different packaging. It was a whole thing. Um, anyway, the, the, the short of story was that the, 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 you should have been at the rejoicing uh, at Celebration. I think it was Celebration when they announced that they were bringing the vintage collection back. Like The whole room was like a standing ovation at their announcement of this at, at their panel. Um, everyone was excited. It's coming back and la, 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 la. And then they just have slowly done less and less. And <laughs> to the point where they're repacking figures, they're, you know, the distribution is crap. Uh, it's terrible. But in a series of online discussions with fans, they have said, no, no, more is coming. 40th anniversary of Empire. You know what that means? We're going to have a lot of new stuff and la, la, la. And they have had some new stuff. And this piece of garbage playset. Now, I'm not winning any friends at Hasbro by saying this, but I have to tell you, and I'm trying to tell you as as calm, cool, and collected as I can, is possibly the biggest disappointment of all time. I mean, it is nothing. It's absolute. Have you seen the picture of it? It's nothing. It's a platform. Uh... I'm looking at it now. It's like a platform, some stairs. Yeah. A carbon, no, it's carbonated. Like the, the stairs aren't lit up. It, it basically is a platform around a cup uh, and some stairs leading to nowhere, by the way. And at the top of nowhere, there's some sort of wire framed yeah. room. Yeah. Is that what that is? I don't know what that is. It's unbelievable. It's so not. Now, I've been trying to find out, and regrettably, I haven't been able to find out um, uh, right now. I haven't been able to find out if Mark Boudreaux, who's been designing Star Wars vehicles and play sets since the 70s, retired in maybe, I don't know. It's got to be within the last year. Got to be. He retired. And I'm wondering if this was because to me it doesn't look like a project that he worked on, but if it was, I would be really surprised because there's nothing here. It's a platform. It stands on four legs. Oh, it's got those iconic steps. They don't light up. You know, it's not like there's not even that aspect to it. All leading to a cup. It's a, like a cup that you insert the 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 Han in carbonite into the cup. What you know, purpose does this thing serve? You know, they did a carbon uh, freeze chamber sometime in the 90s. Why don't you Google that image of the one they did? I think it was in the Power of the Force series, I think. Maybe it was the 30th anniversary. So, no, it had to be. Maybe it was 25. Maybe it was 15 years ago. But I'm telling you, I wasn't a big fan of that set, but I'm a way bigger fan of it now because this is just... I mean, this is just hot. It's just junk. It serves no purpose whatsoever. And if you're a diorama guy and you're like, well, am I going to build off of this? Honestly, the way I look at it, and I haven't looked at the scene since the photos just dropped in the last day or two. I haven't had a chance to look at the scene yet. But I would imagine, just based on what I saw, that you need, like, honestly, three, four, five of these sets and in somehow trying to get them together along with some other things that you build yourself in order to flesh this out and make it anything. Because right now it's a stairway with a cup at the bottom with a, with a, 
a ledge around the cup. You know, it almost look honestly, it almost looks like uh, you know, someone took a, a part from the you know Star Wars mini golf somewhere <laughs> and uh and uh, placed it. it out as an action figure yeah. uh playset. That's what it looks like. You're at the Star Wars putt putt, and you know, you gotta in order to get it in home, you know, seven. You got to knock it into the carbon freeze chamber and look, oh, it's got to bounce down those steps and hopefully it won't bounce in the wrong direction. So when it lands on the platform, it just rolls off the side rather than in the cup. You know, like it's so frustrating. And I just, are you seeing either one of you seeing what the price is? I did not see the price. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. $50 for a 50 plastic, bucks for, 50 bucks for, for a plastic for this. stairway. And a cup and a little platform around the cup. It's disgraceful. It's absolutely, utterly disgraceful. I would rather they have I don't know put if out nothing, it, no play sets, and concentrated on putting out more vintage, uh, vintage collection figures than this waste of plastic space and my time. I was beside myself with anger about this thing it is unbelievably bad so you know it's just going down the tubes guys star wars fans star wars toy fans it's going down the tubes it's just going down and down and down and no matter what anyone says they're not listening they don't care and if you know oh no but we do care but do you because you still in 10 years or more have not solved the distribution problems that still lead to there being uh, uh, pegs of their, uh, I don't even know what they call it. Their five POA, like they've taken old figures and put them on um, cards that look beat up, but they're not. I can't remember even what that collection's called. The classic collection. I don't even know. Just reprint old crap. No vintage collection, and then they start putting out vintage collection figures that they've already put out. It's it's just unreal. Like, what moron is making this decision? And I'll stress this again. If you ask Hasbro people, mostly in private, if you ask Hasbro people, they blame Lucasfilm. <laughs> you ask Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm says Hasbro does what Hasbro does. They just come to us for approval. We either say, no, we like that, or no, we don't. You know, And I'm sure Hasbro is not going to them going, hey, guys, what do you think of this stairway On that's on stilts? Just unreal, man. I'm so done. You know, well, and I, I don't collect the Black Series, so I'm not going to get start getting involved in 6-inch. You know, and 3 and 3 quarter is dying out. Vintage Collection is dying on the vine. Really? You know, they have the world in their hands with this collection, man, and they're just shitting it. They're just shitting it. So this was like the final straw for me in three and three quarter, I think. I think I'm done now. You, you see that now. <laughs> Should we mark that on the calendar? No, I mean, oh, no, don't get me wrong. Like, I st I'm still an astromech collector, so every time they put out an astromech droid, I'm going to get it. But, like, as far as, you know, my I, I had some lofty dreams about, Having an amazing, you know, I was thinking about rebuilding up my army, doing my army building again. And mm -hmm. no, I'm done. I'm done now. I'm going to keep collecting Astromax. 
there's like one or two other characters that I enjoy that if they put out additional figures of those, I would get those. Okay. That's it though. I mean, by and large, I'm just, I, I have to be done now with, all right. with, with all of this because this yeah. is, it's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. They should be embarrassed about putting out that item. Well, is what it is at, at this point for sure. Um, boys. Can I say one thing before oh, we, we do the end? Yes, Can I say sir. one thing? Go ahead. Get, final uh, uh, thoughts, Sandwich. What do you got? I'm reading the article that we have here for this, pe- for this hunk of shit for 50 bucks, and they're putting out a Baby Yoda Bop It toy, and I now hate almost all Star Wars toys, and I'm just upset, and now we could end the show. That, that ruined my entire night wow. of Baby Yoda Bop It. I- you know, you really, I, I love the fact that you were on fire for the whole episode right up until then. Yeah, no, sorry. It's like somebody dumped no, water. No, no, it's you. just, I, I, I want to draw attention to the fact that there's stupid fucking Star Wars stories still. All right. Sorry. No, you're right. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You know, that, I mean, taking one of their products, they already have like Bop It and making it a Baby Yoda thing. That's typical Hasbro behavior. But when they have a fan base that extends back to the late 70s and early 80s, yeah, and they can't get out of their own fucking way, and get, you know, there's people, there's thousands and thousands of people who are like, we will buy this figure if you make it, and they still refuse. They blame Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm says, go ahead and make the figure. And, you know, there's always a story. There's always a reason. You know... Did you know they still have not remade all of the figures from the original three movies that they made up until AD 384? They made, there's, there's, you know, a series of figures called, basically it's like the classic collection, right? Five POA, they made it from all three movies. The last bunch are extraordinarily hard to find, very expensive figures, even loose. The point of this is they still haven't remade all of those figures in a, updated articulated more accurate way they still have not done it and it's two and it's 2020 all right <laughs> it's we 40 for fucking years you know i just uh sorry i know this topic really frustrates me but not anymore because i gotta be done with it still gonna collect my astromax and a couple characters here and there but uh, anything more than that, I gotta be done. Monty, hit the end bit. <laughs> you can catch us each and every week over at geekstufftng.com, which you may see some changes pretty damn soon. But in the meantime, you can check us out at geekstufftng over at the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Twitters. You can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, that's M O N T E S M A Y H E M, on the Twitter. On the Facebook, on the Instagram, on the Snapchat, and on the YouTube. Big Kev, sir. Uh, you can find me hoping to find Sandwich on Xbox One under Big Kev GS. And I'm BK Geek Stuff everywhere else for now. Sandwich. For now. Uh, you can find me on Xbox and Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E. Beautiful. That's you know it. the uh, the the title of the show, uh, uh, "Brilliant Garbage." I, I will say that last segment really emphasized the garbage part of of that title. So, wait, did yeah. you think the segment was garbage, or did you think the product? The 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 your articulation in terms of what you thought of the product 
I, I, I like the way you just explained everything in detail and you just spoke from the heart, sir. You just you, you oh, expressed okay. your Thank anger you. for it. And, Thank and you, you know what? That's what I like about those like those last segments when it kind of gets like a little bit uh uh we'll call it op eddy as as it is. So people kind of we, we, we've done thoughts. the whole show already, and then it's and then it's just pure anger. Yeah. Got to got to find the old uh, and this is where I stand. Maybe, maybe somewhere, somewhere it, living in the clouds. Break, break that out. And with that, big Kev. With that, Mr. Mayhem and Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. Episode 594, the one we called Brilliant Garbage, the way we end some episodes by saying... Good night, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. <laughs>